What's going on, world? It's your man, Rob D, a.k.a. Mr. Invest ATL, and I'm here with my very, very lovely co-host, the lady behind the glass, and we're here for another episode of Wake Up World. What's going on, lady? What's up, Rob D? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing, hey, we, we could use a little bit of sun down here in, the, in Atlanta, man, but hey, you know, we, we got to do what we got to do. I'm ready for the summer. It's cold. I'm over it. I know, what, I, don't you just love summer when you just wake up? Put throw your shorts on and a, a white beater with the holes in it, and you just go outside real quick for a quick yawn. You didn't even put no lotion on your ankles and your knees, so you out there, you semi ashy, and you got the morning breath and everything. That's what summer's all about to me. <laughs> well, wait a minute. So you're walking around with uh, holy shirts and ashy feet? Yeah, but I I pray before I go outside. But yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, I'm a, rid- I'm a ridiculous guy, but we love it. All right, so in this episode, we talk about the highs and lows of being a black man and a black woman. You know, things that we go through, right? It's going to be a good episode. Ooh, this is about to get ugly. (laughs) Oh, for the people listening, like, we literally argue about this all the time. All the time. Yeah, because Rob D thinks that the black man is the most underrated and most disrespected. Yeah, and keep going. I think that it's the black woman. Okay. Well, how about this? I say we get into it and we hear these opinions. So, lady, I'm going to start off with you because it's how we do it. It's going to be ladies first. So my question to you, in your eyes, in your mind, and in your experience, what are some of the highs... And then what are some of the lows? And then what are some of the things that say us men or the world don't understand what it's like to be a black woman every day? Well, I mean, how much time do we have? We got uh, we got much time as you want. Because like, I, I honestly think that the black woman is the most disrespected and disregarded being on earth. I really do. I, 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 can, I feel your aggression already. All right. So, um, you know, we have to work harder. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, I'm, I'm putting a, a little girl through school right now. She's literally the only full black person in her school, right? So when I go to the school meetings, the teachers tell me, oh, you know, you do a really good job. Like, she's the only one that brings her homework in every day and this, that, and the third. Now, of course, I would rather her being the only black girl in class to be doing the best. But we have to do so much more to be better than the rest. It's actually really, really sad. So I have a story to tell, right? I like stories. Do you? Is it it a scary story? No, it's not a scary story. Funny story? Is it a comedy comedy story? No, it's not a comedy story. Is it a booty call story? No, it ain't no booty call. Okay, I, I can't. I'm not good at the guessing game. I'll let you know. No, we're serious. Like, this is All a right. serious topic, right? All right, give it to me, lady. Okay, so I have this friend, right, who is very pro-black, right? He's kind of a big deal. So he went to Columbia. And um, when he came back, like, one of the first things that he said was, like, I hate America. And then one of the second things that he said was, the women in Colombia treat men like kings. 
Now, when I heard him say this, it was kind of like a slap in the face, right? Because him and I were really good friends and I'm always supportive of him. I always try to big him up and for him to like be gone for a week or two and then come back with that perspective on America and then to say, oh, the women there treat men so much better. Like I felt so disrespected because men always think that black women are disrespectful. They're the first to cuss you out. Uh, they don't treat men like kings. And like, I was offended. That was some bullshit, especially okay. from a black woman who is a good friend who supports you and bigs you up all the time. Okay. I was, I was very offended. So you, you, took, you, took, you took that shit to heart. I did, like how disrespectful. So I feel like, you know, women over there and a lot of other countries, like they're literally raised to, to see American men, black, white, or indifferent as dollar signs. Like, yeah, you treat him like a king, you suck when it's time to suck, you fuck when it's time to fuck, and all your bills are paid. You get a house, you don't have to work. You may even be able to move to America. You know what I mean? Like the American dream is what a lot of these females look for. And for him to just disregard, because I felt like he disregarded his black women when he came back and said that. I was I was I was angry. Okay. You you want you can you can dig a little bit deeper deeper into that because I feel I feel like there's a little bit more. Like what you know what like give a little bit more because it's like maybe like from some past things like maybe people you have been dealing with and you're just like you know what these these motherfuckers just don't appreciate shit or this and this and that you know just like, elaborate on that a little bit more i mean what do you mean you want me to go into other situations with black men Is yeah, that yeah what you're just, asking me to do what, what, what is like I don't, I don't you don't have to get too personal but I just say like almost like in general just say things that you may just notice societal wise like you said that you know black men are you know always you know it's like it maybe like black men are so quick to jump and be happy with white women rather than you know being with be, staying home and stuff like that it's like well, you know so first of all <clears throat> like when we talk about stuff like that we have to go all around the board, right? Because you have people who are living paycheck to paycheck, which is already irritating them. And then you have households where the woman is holding everything down and taking care of everything. And, um, you know, people will see her publicly, you know, disrespect her man. I've never been one to really believe in that. I don't think it's right to call a man a bitch unless he's asking to be called a bitch. But like... I've always judged women that I've seen do that in public. But then I think about it, like, what is he not doing at home? What is he doing for her to disrespect him like that? Like us black women are strong. We have always held things together. Like everything is built off of our back, right? And we talked about in another episode how men aren't being men. Well, that's more and more every day. So not only do we have to work harder at work, right we have to work harder at at home too and it's i feel like it's all to be less appreciated okay you know what i mean like i can be busting my ass at work doing what i'm supposed to do but then becky comes in and she does half of what i do and she moves up to the top that's not a true story in my case because i don't let shit like that happen but it happens all the time we literally have to work 10 times harder than everybody, men included. Okay, I feel you. I, I feel you. 
You and, feel me, but do you agree with me? Um, in certain in certain instances, yes, and in certain instances, no. But like I said, we're we're here to agree to disagree. So this that this that this is your segment. This is my segment. Okay. Well, since it's my segment, same question to you: What are the highs and lows of being a black man? Why do um, you feel like the black man is the most disregarded being on this earth? Well, one of the things that I always relate to is the, you know, emasculation of the black man since the beginning of time. When I say the beginning of time, I only want to say the beginning of what we they like to consider black history from slavery, right? And I know, you know, people always hate when we go back to slavery, but that's pretty that's pretty much when everything started when it came to the disrespect because before that we ran our own nations we were we were emperors in our in our own land you know what i mean so when it when it came to slavery and we became here that's when we became property of the colonizers the caucasians whatever you want to call them but that's where it started and the first thing that was to happen was that we were supposed to be broken down of our manhood and our strength immediately before anybody else that was before the women because the slave masters they didn't have the male mistresses no they had slave mistresses right so they're tearing us down so that they can make themselves look bigger and that's when it started and it just happened time over and time over like i said i definitely agree that you know you know black women i believe do have a tough role but i still don't believe that anybody else out there has um a tougher road than black men you know this this is the only this is the only country I believe you can be in where you can deal with an individual that is a racist that hates black men but loves black women. You ever think really? about that? Yeah. No, no, there, I have there, not. People that that do not like black men but they love black women, right? So that's that's the reason why I say I said <laughs> when it comes to it. So let's I'll keep it on track, okay? So when you when it comes to um to a social um a social view the black man is viewed as bad right automatically you're viewed as uneducated possible criminal you know you're feared in a sense of you know when they see you coming by that's when they, they used to now this is stuff that used to happen they used to lock them. they used to clinch their purse and everything like that but from just bring it to what my experience is as a man. So let's say, let's let's get away from history. Let's just say what my experiences have been. I have experienced the professional racism where I have been the best in my industry and I had to work twice as hard, if not three, four times as hard to be able to show that talent to be told that I wasn't worth a certain amount of money, even though I outperformed everybody else, right? And I was younger, right? I've been in situations where I rose to levels in corporate America as a young African-American. And I was at the top of the chain until they found, until the, um, the white guys that we worked for found out that I was dating a white girl that worked for the company. Do you know with them snow bunnies alone then, man? No, but it had nothing to do with that. Look, first of all, we're see this this is where I I'm not even I'm I you will never ever hear me talk about, you know, interracial dating as it being a problem. Because this is America, right? You love who you love whoever you want to love. And I think if anybody has a problem with you dating outside of your race, they have a problem with themselves. Because today, 
we didn't fight. You know, this is this is what's crazy is that we fought so hard for integration to be able to sit at white countertop at white uh, counters and go in white restaurants to eat. But we have so we we don't have a problem with giving the white people our dollar, but you have a problem with us giving white people your men. Really? Can I say is something it? on that? Yes, go ahead. <clears throat> so I don't have a problem personally with interracial dating. Um, but I do think that the black man is so shitty to the black woman that women and white men are like taking the black women. Like you don't know how many powerful sisters I see with white men because they've just been done dirty so many times by a black man. Okay. Even with women. Okay. So this, this, what I relate everything back to, and I, I've actually changed my dialogue about that over time, because I'm going to be 100% honest with you and say that everything you're saying, it's a, it's a very bad stereotypical thing. And I think every people need to change it. Everything breaks down to an individual to individual basis, because when you say certain things about black men, I can turn around and say, I have actually never been in a relationship and disrespected a black woman. Right. I've never been in a relationship and had a baby with a black woman and left her on. Oh, I've never done that. But when you say those things, I fall into the same category as black men, even though I'm a 34 year old black male, never been to prison, never been married, never been divorced, never had kids out of wedlock, actually have a successful business. Right. So I beat all of those odds still to be put into a box as the same niggas that you guys like to talk about today okay so you're a unicorn but you have to think about the masses like that is literally all we see now, now your pro now the problem with what you just said is what the problem view is exactly what i just said is the problem with the world because you just said the masses you cannot tell me that the masses which you're saying is the majority of black men fit that stereotype. You literally just jumped on the side of every white person in America that has a problem with black people. And as a black woman, you should have a problem with that. No, I don't have a problem with that. I don't at all, because that's literally all you see. That's, that's all, literally. That's all you see. All the black men that I'm around are cut from a different cloth. All the black men that I'm around, they take care of their families. All the black men that I'm around, they take care of their kids. They respect their wives. See, I think the problem is, is that you women choose not to surround yourself around because you know the type of dudes that you guys call squares are the type of dudes that are going to do the right things for you. See, this is why, this is the only reason why I take offense or I get heated with these type of conversations because you literally proving my point. You just said the masses, so that means the masses. So that means the same thing that they're talking about in the media when they talk about Americans and the percentages and this and this and this and this. You just literally jumped on the side of white people and you didn't even know you did it. And so you're telling me that you still don't think that the black men are the most underrated, disrespected. I think I do a pretty good job of letting people talk and you proving my point for me. You, no. I, I, I'm actually, I'm disappointed in hearing that from you because you just said the masses. The masses means majority. And you don't agree with that? You I really don't agree with that. Absolutely not. Because when I tell you the men that I am around every single day, you can Google all the men that I'm around. You can check them out. 
they are not these quote-unquote niggas that y'all are speaking of. I take offense to it. Now, are there a lot of them? Yeah, but there's a lot of white people that do the same shit. There's a lot of Hispanics that do the exact same thing. I don't know too much. I don't know that many, you know, Chinese people. So I can't say that, but I don't think they have the same problems that we have. But I think it's just an individual to individual basis. As a race, we do have problems. But I think just by listening to this conversation, I think the world can hear why we actually have so many interrelational problems or just interracial problems in general. So I'm not saying that other races don't do that. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying that other races, you know, uh, Hispanic men, white men, Asian men, I'm not saying that they don't do that as well. But like, you have to think about it. Like, look at what we see literally every day. What's all over social media. And TV or in life? Both. Now, I know some stand-up dudes that I won't refer to as niggas because either they have custody of their children or they're at home taking care of business like they're supposed to. But I see a lot more men not doing so. So, I mean, what am I supposed to think? And then you look at social media and you see the rappers and the actors and all of this. Like, they have seven baby mamas. You know what I mean? Like, they're not with any of them. Like, it's what we see every single day. We don't see... What'd you say? No, so let me ask you this. Is this what you see or is this or is this what you accept? Because I, I, one thing one thing I don't do is I don't ever I don't make anybody the victim and I don't make anybody the victor. So I want to ask you a question. Every every rapper that you see that has four or five baby mamas. He didn't make that baby by itself. The person that he laid down with had a choice. And their choice was probably clouded because, oh, this guy is famous. I'm going to be able to what? I'm going to be able to eat real good off of this, right? And a lot of these women are what? Black, right? Most of them. Most of them are black. So how can you sit back? See, this is what I'm saying again. Even though it's a dual effort, the black man still carries the weight of all the negativity when it's negative. But... When it's successful, a lot of the time is because of the black woman, right? When a black mom raises a kid, she didn't bring the kid in the world by herself. But when the when the kid is successful, like LeBron James, he was raised by he was raised by his mother. Oh my God, this is da 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 da. But it's all but it's the mom's it's the mom. But she didn't bring that kid into the world by herself, right? Correct. Where was the father? Where was he? Exactly. Right. So in my opinion, the deck, the deck has always been stacked against the black. man. And I think if once we finish with this, and you go back and listen to it, you'll say, you know what? This is pretty fucked up because from, from my from my understanding, when you go, when you when you look in society, did, what, what are the stereotypes about black? Women? What are the stereotypes about black women? So first off, I don't think that I'll I'll go back and listen to this and say, I think you're right. Because you and I have had this discussion before, and I can sympathize with what the black man goes through. I can't say that I know how it feels to go through what a black man goes through, obviously, because I'm a woman. 
Um, but I still stick to, I really believe that the black woman is, is more disregarded than the man. I want to, I want to, I want to encourage you to, to learn a little bit more because one day you're going to have to raise a black man and everything's going to change. I, I don't think there's too much more to learn on this. I mean, okay. we've been around the table a million times on this. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't ever want to have a son. Ever. Why okay? is that? Because they're killing our black men. Okay. I don't want, I don't want a son. Ever. Okay, so, let's, so, so, we can, so we can talk about that. Why is, it, why, is it that, why is it that it seems like there's pretty much a, there's, they're, they're literally executing us in record numbers. But it's they're executing black men, not black women. I mean, black. there have been a lot of cases of black women being killed as well. But let's be real about it. When you want to talk about the majority, the majority is the black male in record numbers. In record numbers. And because of that, I don't want a son ever. Okay. So, so therefore, you for one, you have to sit back and you have to say. Why are they trying to kill our black men? Why is it? Be- it's because of what we represent. It's the same thing that's been happening since the beginning of time. I think it's not and only because of what you represent. I think they also fear you. Exactly. We represent strength. Strength over them, which is which brings fear. So if you can't beat us, we have to kill you. We have to, we have to exterminate that which we cannot beat. And then that that we cannot beat or kill, we put in jail and we lock away, we throw away the key. So then they're, they're killing you another way. But then by doing that, they're ripping us out of the household, which leaves what? What leaves what? Angry black women raising kids with a man behind bars that can't get out. So, okay, I agree with you, but it makes it sound like most of the black men in jail are innocent like it, like you saying that to me like that's just how I took it our judicial system is so fucked up I know that our Listen, judicial system is fucked up I went to school for law so you went to school for law but let me give you a little bit of real life law my brother sat in jail for 8 months in Cobb County jail on a no name warrant. You know what that is? It's a warrant with a description, but it doesn't have a name. And because he didn't have enough money to get an attorney, he sat in jail for eight months. That's insane. That's insane, but you know how common it is. This is real shit. And this happens to us black men. Look at the Khalif Browder story. This man killed himself because somebody lied and said that he fit the description of blah, blah, blah. And look what happened to him. When I tell you that this stuff is happening to black men at record numbers and all we can think about is the simple thing. But you don't understand that the destruction of the black man is making it worse for the black woman. Because the black woman doesn't have a black man to stand for, which they've been tearing us down since back in the day. It's going to do nothing but make it harder for you. So that means the harder that you have to fight, the harder that you have to be, the stronger that you have to be because you have nobody to protect you. So you think black women tear down black men? I did not say that. I'm nothing asking. I said. 
No. Well, a little bit. Why? Because we've been put against each other. Over time, black men and black women have become competitors in the household rather than a unit. And the world and society has done that. Like me and you are arguing. Me and you are both black. We're both black. We've been black every day of our lives. But me and you are sitting here fighting about the same struggle, not able to come to an understanding that, yo, we're in this together. That's how powerful that, that's how powerful the world is and what is done to us. Now, just imagine if me and you were in the household raising a family. Imagine, imagine the ruckus that would be going on because we're both trying to say the exact same thing, but you want it to sound like one way and I'm trying to get you to understand the realness behind it. Because at the end of the day, it's always been on us. And then now it's so, they, they beat us down so much that now the weight of the world is on you women. So now you feel exactly what the black man has been feeling since the beginning of time. Helplessness, pain. This is real. See, I'm not, I'm not just talking about now. I'm talking about what's been happening over decades. I'm, listen, I sat there and I, I had conversations with my dad. I had conversations with my grandfather, which grew up in the South in the 40s and 50s, where a man was not a man, he was a boy, even when he was in front of his family. Come on, man, you can't, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that we have not had it worse. We've had it worse than anybody else on the face of the planet. Maybe not as bad as what they did to the Jews in the Holocaust and made a couple of other things. Like that was just pure extermination, but they just did it. But look how long it's been happening to us since the beginning of time. And then our counterpart, the black woman, doesn't even have the sensitivity today to take a step back and say, you know what? I understand you. That's how bad it is today. <clears throat> I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with the black woman not having sensitivity. But I mean, you absolutely have to see where we come from as well. You guys are I, not the only people that are targeted or disregarded in the world. You know why? Because you you guys don't have the time or the compassion to do it because now you guys are fighting your own war which is a result of the war that they started against us. If you don't believe in domino effects, then you really don't understand what has happened to us as a people. That's why you women have to work so hard. That's why you women have to fight so hard. Before, you didn't have to do that because you had us. Now, it ain't enough of us around. Now, it ain't enough of us that can stand up and be strong. Now, it ain't enough of us that are head in our households. They just don't give a fuck no more. That's the problem. You thinking about now, you always have to go back to the root. And the root is because they tore us down so long ago and they've been doing it so long over time that now the weight of the world, the end result is you women having to fend for your own. And deep down inside, you women hate black men for that. This is where the frustration comes from from you guys. This is where the anger comes from. This is where the niggas ain't shit comes from. Because when the niggas was shit, they killed every last one of us. Every strong black man in history murdered. Murdered for standing up for their people. 
They would now there was a lot of powerful black women back in the day that commented to move. But think about every powerful black man that posed a threat to this government. What happened to him? Murdered. Okay. You can't can, right. can, well, can you feel the passion behind it? Murdered. I, I feel your passion behind this every time we talk about it. But every time we talk about it, you cannot force me to have the same opinion as you. Do I sympathize with you for what Black men go through? Absolutely. But we will never have the same opinion on this, ever. Do I understand what you're saying? Absolutely. I do. But we we just have a difference in in opinion on this. And lady, as much as I love you, that is the reason why we will continue to have problems this is the reason why there will always be tension. This is the reason why I don't believe that the family unit will ever get better or stronger because of that. Okay, so because you have you what I'm listening to, and you you you're saying I will not understand. No, I will I did not. not. That is not what I said. I said I absolutely understand what you're saying. But I don't have the same opinion as you. And I don't have to. And because I don't have the same opinion that you have, doesn't mean we have to be at each other's throat. I feel like our listeners are going to think that, let me talk. I feel like our listeners are going to just be like, okay, they just fussing and fighting. No, we're not, okay? We don't agree. Do I understand what you're saying? Yes. Do I sympathize with the black man? Yes. We've had this conversation before. And I have told you many things of how I of of how I felt about the black man, the way that he's treated, and the same goes to the woman. But I don't have to see it how you see it, and I, right. I never will. I'm I'm not a man. I'm not a man. Okay. I so I have enough of that from the woman's side. I carry I got- enough burden being a black woman in itself. Yeah. So on a brighter note, I'm proud to say that I don't deal with any of that shit. You know why? Because I truly understand the power of myself as a black young male. Now, let me ask you a question. Why can't more men do that? I mean, like, like, like when you said, you know, you're successful, you're 34, you have no children, you know, you've never been to jail. Like, why can't more of our brothers be conscious and not put themselves in positions to, you know, go to jail, uh, be be murdered, have a bunch of baby mamas? Like, why? Because because they're looking for they're looking for validation within their community, which is broken. So this leads to another question that I have while we're on this topic. So I feel like us as black people, I feel like it's a competition all the way around, man to man, woman to woman, man to woman. Like, I don't understand why we can't all support each other and rise together. Like we're so much stronger together, but like black women, okay, from my experience, like I'm, I'm happy. You know what I mean? I'm out, I see somebody, you know, I'm speaking. Not even a black woman that I know, but because she's black, I wanna make sure I speak. And a lot of women, you know, they stick their nose up, you know, they make faces, 
they don't speak back. Now, women that look like me, that may necessarily do and get what I get, they're friendly as well. But I don't want to put black women, you know, in 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 a category of, of high and low. I want to respect them all. But that's how that's how we are to each other. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, like I said, I'm so, one. I'm one. So you I'm mean one, to tell me if you see a black man and you speak, sometimes they don't give you attitude. They just say what's up back. No, they they we us men we are black men we have code. You walk by a black dude, you don't even gotta say hi. Sometimes you do you do the little side nod, and they give it to you back. Or my thing is I always I always speak up and I say what's going on, brother. I, I do now today more so I do it more than ever. But I, I always always say how's it going, my brother. I always do that. A lot of black women don't do that. It's kind of sad. Which is because when people don't do certain things like that, that's just what I tell you. It comes down to an individual. Thing. People are carrying around too much shit. They really are, and this is all personal. So they what they walk past a do a girl that looks a little good, looks good, and she has her hair dripped down, and you walking past her and you looking kind of rough. You don't speak to that woman because automatically you're in competition with her. With saying late, saying hey babe, you're slaying it today. You know what I mean? You start saying that she ain't even gonna know what to do with herself because she never expected you to do it. But it's it's all about how every individual. Um, project themselves like i told you i don't everything that we're talking about and it, it sounds weird i don't deal with any of this shit i don't i don't deal with any of it i don't deal with racism i don't deal with competition with the with the with the black woman i don't deal with none of that shit i don't deal with any i don't have any of these problems in my life none okay well good for you and a lot the, of you want to say that because People need to wake up and look in the mirror and realize that God has everybody here for a purpose. And your purpose is not to be in competition with the next man. God has us here for a reason. And that's another problem. People, we've gotten so far away from God's word and what he has for us in the path that we all turn around and waste time doing stupid stuff. Now that, I agree with you 100%. Okay, so when you realize the path that God has put us on, I have absolutely no time to sit here and argue with you, the black woman, about yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. If that's how you feel, no problem. I'll pray for you. I got shit to do. You, uh, I'll come across a group of black dudes that don't like the way that I'm moving, and it's happened before. You know what I say? Okay, cool. This just ain't where I'm supposed to be. I need to go over to the other side of the room. I, it doesn't bother me. Because when you're, when you're focused, can you actually say, that you, when you're focused on what you're supposed to be doing, let's just say you, you, you're studying for a test and this test is everything to you. This test is everything for you to be able to get your degree. Do you really, what do you do if you're in the, if you're studying and your roommates are partying? What are you going to do? You may, you might ask them to turn on the music all the time and if they don't and you know your exam is first thing in the morning, what are you as an intelligent person going to do? You're going to grab your books, so are you asking me or are you asking yourself and then answering? I think this is what one of those rhetorical questions. Oh, okay. Go I, ahead. Answer your question. But I'm just saying an intelligent person would just get up and go into a place of peace so that they can study, so they can prepare for that, that exam. Right. That's, that's the point that I'm at in life. So that's the reason why I say I don't deal with any of this stuff. And I am one of those men that's have, that have, re- not recently, but for many years, been traveling internationally because I'm saying, hey, 
there's more of the world that needs to be seen. There's more than just black and white, right? There's more than just English. There's more than just black to black. There's more than just white to white. And I, and I started exploring the world. And it, that's actually made me a 10 times better person as far as understanding societal problems. So that's one of the reasons why I don't, I don't bug about it, right? If you sitting here pissed off and you in a, an area and you just I can't stand this, I like, look, I, what I tell somebody, get a passport, hop on the plane, you'll feel better. You ever notice you see all the girls on Facebook, oh, I hate my job, I can't wait to this and this and that, and then you see, they, you see them on the beach in Puerto Rico living their best life, taking 100 pictures. Why do you think that is? Sometimes it's okay for you to get out of your environment and go and release to see another world, another culture, another feel, another vibe, and it, may, it, makes, it allows you to grow because you start learning. See, some people are pissed off because they're, they, they're, they're in an environment where they can't learn anymore, so they get petty. And when you get petty, that's when you can start looking and being in competition with the next person or the next girl because you don't have nothing else to do. See, I think hate and racism comes from ignorance of people having too much time on their hands. I think I agree with you. Oh, man, we getting somewhere. She actually agrees with me for once. Golly. Shut up. Just saying. But lady, I, I, I speak I speak from the heart. I speak from the realness. And I, I can tell you what the problems are between us as people, even though I know that you hate the fact that I date what you call it interracially. I mean, what okay. is interracially? All right. So I'm not cutting this out. Stop talking for a second. I'm not cutting this out. But uh, what we're not going to do is get too personal right now. I'm, I'm going talk- to say, hold on. I'm going to say I don't care who you date I don't care of their race that's really none of my business we're not gonna do that right now we're gonna stay on the topic are you done no I I was I was getting leaning to explaining about growth and how sometimes when you stop living in a box it allows you to see the world for really what it is which means there's a lot of beautiful people in the world men and women from different cultures and they don't necessarily look like us sometimes sometimes they don't speak the same language I agree and <clears throat> I agree with what you said like um, you have to put God first in your life right so so many things happen to black men and black women um, I think it was D.L. Hughley that said, if you want to get away with murder, murder a black woman. If you want to get away with rape, rape a black woman. Do you remember when he said that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you see it? Okay. So a lot of stuff happens to us. And with the culture, therapy, counseling, all that, it's it's not really a thing. You know what I mean? Like a lot of my elders would say, oh, just pray. You know what I mean? Instead of going and talking to somebody. So things happen to us, both male and female, that it's kind of hard to snap back from. And it kind of makes you put things in a box because you don't want to go through that situation again. But I think if you put God first, have faith, maybe seek counsel, me, I would rather speak to a pastor than going to therapy or counseling. But whatever, you said growth. But I think that that is a step that we as a culture 
have to take to get out of the box that we're in to stop the hate like if we came together we would be so powerful but there's just so many things going on that prevents that a lot of stupid stuff a lot of stupid stuff it's actually really sad it's very very sad you know I love my black men I absolutely do as much as I'm annoyed by black men sometimes I will never give up on them. Like I'm I'm here to support the black man. I'm here to big the black man up. Because I was taught that a woman is supposed to be the man's pillar. Now while I can be successful and do what I'm supposed to do, I've been taught to build my man up. I know you disagree with that. But that's Actually, what I, don't. I was Bishop Bronner said it the best. The woman is a master builder. But the problem is, is that women have forgotten that. And then also men have forgotten what the hell they're supposed to be doing. So everybody's running around confused. Oh, and which, so you agree with me? Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I take it. I agree with you 100%. But like I said, I've, my, you, people, you always hear my point of view is always from both sides. And it's, there's problems on both sides which are causing all the problems. And it's because... It's, the problems, in my opinion, is lack of understanding. If the world understood what it was like to be black every day and live with the things that we live with, there would be a little bit of sympathy. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with one story that I, reason why I, I, you'll never hear me talk about or comment on illegal immigration is because I've actually sat down at the table during, around the holidays with a Mexican family. And when you, I heard them reminisce about that, I think it's like a seven or 10 day trip through the desert for them to come over here. And you can sit down and be like, yo, we've been through some shit, but that's pretty fucked up, right? And them running, not from what people don't understand, but them running from a government that's ran by the narco cartels that allows them to kidnap, rape, murder, enslave the pe- their own people and they, nobody does anything about it. They're running to live and to do that you got to come through a desert for 10 days and quite possibly die of uh, heat exhaustion get caught by the, by the narco uh, gang members and then if they catch you and they catch you because they're one of their main businesses is for people to pay to bring them over here. They call them the coyotes and if they catch you They'll kill you, rape you, and enslave you. And then the coyotes, once they get you over here, if your family doesn't pay the rest of the money to get you, to get you out of the house, they kill you, rape you, put you out there for prostitution. Like that, when you so understanding that, I will never ever speak on illegal immigration because what these people actually go through just to come here, just to be able to live safe, it wouldn't make anybody with a heart say, you know what, I understand. I've actually heard stories like that before, and it, it absolutely breaks my my heart. I feel like every, so, you know, not every, but there are so many different races with stories of, you know, trying to find freedom. And it's all very sad. It's all very heartbreaking. It yep. really is. Why don't uh, we so, talk about... Go ahead. So... I mean, I want to talk about white people. I don't, oh, no. 
I'm hey, I look, I'm a little bit too fired up to talk about white people right now. But I want and to I'll, just touch a little bit on it because I mean I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get this show canceled before it starts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that we should though. And okay, so I remember when you and I was having this discussion a long time ago and you said what you said that the white people did this to us, right? You said that the white people put the black woman against the the black man, and um, while they don't really feel safe with us, right? While they fear us, they want to be like us. They want to do everything that we do. Yeah. Right. What do you call them? Culture vultures. Yeah, culture vultures. They they want. They want they want the world to fear us so that they can strip us of everything we own so they can organize and capitalize off of it. So they've been doing since the beginning of time. Now, I let, let let me let me set this straight, okay? Because this this is gonna come out the wrong way. But when you talk about white people, not all white people, right? Not even a vast majority of white people. I'm we're talking about the beginning of the day, and I have a statement, and if anybody listens to this, but I believe that the white people that founded this country are the originators of everything evil, wicked, and dirty that is going on with this country today. Absolutely. Everything that's in my heart. Not the people that we walk past today. The people that sailed over here, that brought the slaves here, the ones that murdered the Native Americans, which you can't even call them Native Americans because there was no fucking America before we got here. It was in a completely another land that we stole after 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 murdering these people. Then you turn around. Then so everything that is wicked, from war to rape to molestation to pedophilia to everything you can think of tonight that literally we see on the news and they make it look like that us as black people are the perpetuators of everything nasty going on with the world. They taught us it. We learned it from them. We learned it from the masters. Why? Because we saw them do it every single day. If you go back in time, there's a reason why a lot of people don't beat their kids today because they say we have to break the slave mentality. Because in in those times, how did you keep your slaves in check? You beat them. You used to whip them. Think about when we got when we got in trouble when we were kids. We got beatings and we got I'm talking about we got the real ass whoopings with no clothes on and the belt or the extension cord with whelps and stuff on your back. Or you gotta go outside and get your own switch off the tree. And this is in this is in 1990. This is shit that I'm talking about. The 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 teachings had happened hundreds of years before that. So when I say that about the originator of Caucasian. I believe that they are the originators of everything dirty, wicked, evil, and sick that is going on with this world today because they were the authors of it, they were the actors, they were the producers, and they put it out on motion picture for the world to see. I'm done. Uh, mic drop? Woo! I need a towel. (laughs) (laughs) You're so dramatic. You know how how I get when I talk about this stuff. I'm hot. Yeah, no. All right, so I guess we'll close on this one and we'll save the rest of it for another day. Lady, you got anything else you want to add to the world? Do you want to say anything else encouraging to the, the uh, to the sisters out there? And I'll close out with the brothers. I do. I really, like, I understand what women are going through at home. 
when you know they're the breadwinners and they're trying to hold everything down and they see that their man is not reaching you know his full potential continue to encourage him I mean like it never helps to to put our black men down I've always felt like we should be his support system and and don't forget that like don't tear him down build him up we're stronger together All right. All right. Fellas, in closing, I'm going to give you a word that's coming from my spirit right now. I want to say that every brother that listens to this, I want you to step away and I want you to go and I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to stand there in silence and look. I want you to see your strength. I want you to see what the world sees. I want you to see what they fear. They fear a being that knows that if this being is empowered with what he knows that's inside, that he cannot be stopped. So what I want you to do is I want you to take that knowledge and I want you to take that energy. And then I want you to lay down and I want you to turn off all the lights. And I want you to pray. I want you to ask God and say, God, please open up my eyes to the path that you have set before me. Ask God, say, God, I want you to use me as a vessel so that you can use me. Work through me to do your blessings here on earth. And then you say in closing, you say, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he will, he shall direct thy path. And I want you to say amen and amen. And then I want you to wake up and every excuse that you have inside of you for not doing what you really want to do. I want you to throw that shit away. I want you to get dressed and I want you to go and be great. That's all I have to say. I like that. And I'll say something to the black women. You didn't mention us at all. No, because that's what you're supposed to do. I included the black man. See, that's why we always get into it, people. Because he's so for self. Not for self, but you know... He, he says that he understands all sides, but when he breaks it down, it sounds so one-sided. It's not one, it's not one-sided. I think it's the powerful side. And if I can change, or if somehow we can change our black men, then black women won't have any of the problems that they have. And that's what I believe. Because I don't I don't believe that the black woman is necessarily doing anything wrong. They're fighting a fight that they shouldn't have to fight alone. And it's because a lot of us are lost. So it's not one side. I'm speaking to what I believe needs to change. Wow. So I'm here for all that. There we go. So with all that said, I know, family, I know this one got a little bit heated, but this is what you're going to get from this podcast. We will not hold any punches. We speak from the heart. We don't speak with hate. We speak with love, but we also want to address what's real is going on. There. That's why this thing is called Wake Up World. Okay. So with all that said, thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to drop your uh, comments below. Um, click on any of the links. If you guys uh, let us know uh, how you feel about the episode. Did we go too far? Did we not go far enough? What did we leave out? Feel free to give us all of your uh, input. Um, also, feel free to drop us your uh, ideas for new shows. Um, This is Rob D, Lady Behind the Glass. We are signing out with an episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.
What's going on, world? It's your man, Rob D, a.k.a. Mr. Invest ATF. And we're here with my lovely co-host, the lady behind the glass, and we are bringing you another episode of Wake Up World. Lady, let's get into it. Rob D, today <laughs> we're going to be talking about the horrors of sexting and texting the wrong person. <laughs> right? This is going to be really entertaining. So I know you have some horror stories. Give me one. All right. So I'm going to, man, there's so many. It always goes bad for me. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It always goes bad. So let me talk, let me do this time. This was probably in 2000 and it doesn't matter, right? So long story, <laughs> it doesn't matter because it was all bad. So long story short, we I used to go to the same place on Wednesday night, every Wednesday. That was the spot. It was this Latin spot. Just go there, you know, act like we could dance. We couldn't, but we knew that's where all the shorties was going to be at. So we used to hit this spot up religiously, me and my boys. So one week, met one girl. Next week, met another girl, right? So I generally, after you meet them, everything is normally text, 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 text. You get their number, hit them up the next morning. Oh, it was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you too. What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Yaki smackity. And then before you know it, you've been talking for a week and you never pick up the phone to call none of these chicks, right? So we were went back the next week and met another one. It was pretty much like the same thing. And I was just like, yo, you know what? I think I want to take one of the I want to take one of these girls out. So I basically asked both of them to go to the same place. No lie. And I was like, yo, it's like, have you ever been here? You know, cause like most people don't, most women don't understand, but if God takes you to a nice place and you know, he seems like he's maneuvering through the place very, very, very calmly, he's been there before. And you ain't the first woman that he's bought there. So sorry, fellas. I kind of just blew up everybody's spot, but yo, that's just how it is. So anyway, <laughs> it was a place that I, I frequently, frequently uh, visited here in Atlanta. It's a nice date spot and you know it was you know at the time you know wasn't really you know doing all that you know i was doing cool you know what i'm saying i had i was still i was a chef at that time so you know wait you're going paycheck to paycheck and everything so it was a really nice spot here called cafe intermezzo you know that's a little that's a plug for the guys who've never been there you can go there impress a girl for the look long story short one of them responded but i thought it was the other right so i'm going through and no lie, I'm going back and forth, and I really didn't even remember the girls' names, right? Oh no! So, Either one? No, I didn't really. I I knew one. One of his name was Lisa, and uh -oh, I think. Oh, don't do that! <laughs> well, this is a long time ago, so it don't matter, right? So I'm the, we're going through back and forth, and then um, I we one I actually met up with her, and that night, and then I got a I got a rule. I don't save people's number in my phone until you become significant, right? So it means either, either we're going to keep talking, we're going to do business, close the deal, whatever it is, I'm not saving your number, right? It's just going to be that number. And when I pull up the text messages, I can uh, I can remember who it was. I just got it like that, right? But this particular day, I took one of them out and the night actually went good. And, you know, it, it, you know, it went down and I was like, yo, I was like, okay, it's cool. Blah, blah, blah. But the only thing was, was that the numbers were real similar. So what I did was the next morning or during the middle of the day, you know, you're doing your, what I like to call my follow-up, you know, from 
you know, once you get into it, you want to do a follow-up. It's, it's good customer service. Make sure everything was straight. So I automatically hit up, hey, last night, I thought last night was amazing, great, you know, and add one out of that. And then, then when it happened, blah, 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 you get all into it. Literally, the chick was like, oh, so you're the guy that was out with my friend last night and da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh, my spirit. No way. <laughs> this is not a lie. This is a true story. Oh, my God. How do you do that? No idea that they knew each other. And not then, you know, girls talk. So after her friend had fun, she told her and was like, oh, da, 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 da. And basically, I was breaking down the whole night. And she was like, oh, so you know my friend. And and I was just, I, I literally was almost like, yo, don't tell her that I have been talking to you. But I just played it real cool and I didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a man. Oh, Sounds man. like a man. I had to take some time to get my thoughts together. I bet you did. Yeah, man, but yeah, texting is a motherfucker. I'll tell you that. So it's kind of dangerous, right? I mean, you can, especially with the phones that we have now, like we're literally walking around with computers in our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous. Oh, we got to do a separate episode about when butt dialing goes wrong. Oh my God. Now, that is very dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. I I have a friend, so this has never happened to me, but speaking of that, I have a friend um, and another one of her friends, right? So she thought she was a friend, butt dialed her, and the girl that butt dialed her was in the car with her homegirl, and um, she was talking shit about her talking about her hair, talking about her kids, everything. It was crazy. Yeah, yo, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right. Needless to say, on site, it was on site. Got you, lady. All right. Now, I opened up to you, and I was honest, and I was straightforward about my foolishness in my younger years. I want to hear what you got to say. Give me the time when texting went wrong with you. Oh, shit. Mm. So we'll go way back to college days, right? Oh, so, back, back to the, back to the uh, what did you call it? When you were studying for your whole ology degree. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm still you, looking for it. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> you were, your ass is working on your doctorate right now. <laughs> A I can't stand this. I can't stand this. So... Understudying and getting some, getting, getting some. All right, go ahead. I can't stand you. <laughs> You're so annoying. All right, so what'd you say? I said, let's go. All right, so I had a boyfriend, right? Like everybody in the dorm knew he was my boyfriend, but I also had a boo in the dorm, right? But he knew his position, he knew my boyfriend. And I always told my boyfriend that um, the dude was, like, my brother. You know what I mean? Like, we're close. This is, like, my brother. This is, like, my bestie. I kind of think he's gay anyways, right? Mm -hmm. I knew that he wasn't. But when my boyfriend wasn't around, like, I cuddled and stuff with him. I never actually slept with him. So, (laughs) 
on a tipsy night, I was trying to text my homegirl and tell her that, oh boy, like, was really working hard to try and get some tonight. And I ended up texting my boyfriend and he cussed me out. And then he came to the dorm, cussed me out in front of everybody, and then made me go back to his house for him. It was really, really bad. Damn. Did you give him some that night? My boyfriend? Yeah. Of course. No, normally, if you if you if you give up the good good, then that normally kind of smooths it over. You guys, we we're, we're, we're kind of stupid. We we could catch y'all doing some stupid shit, and then y'all you put it on us, and then we'd be like, "I right, I forgive you this time. You do it again, though, I kill you." That's exactly what happened too. And actually, um, he didn't want me to stay at the dorms anymore. After that, he wanted me to stay with him. And then he was questioning me like. What was that text about? And I was like really trying to lie. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. I didn't mean to write that in there, autocorrect. And he was like, yeah, okay. He was like, I thought that was like your brother. I'm like, yeah, don't you think he's gay? Like trying to convince my man to to think that he's gay or something. Oh. It was all bad. And then he cussed me out, like I said, in front of everybody. Almost like a parent. Like he came to business. Right. See, that's why that's why to modern day, I ain't with that gay boyfriend shit. I don't give a fuck. And what you say, you can be like, oh, he's gay, yeah, but he still got a dick. So with that being said, you ain't allowed to have no friends. <laughs> uh, uh, wait a minute. So we have to talk about that a little more. Cause uh-huh. a, a true gay man ain't gonna want nothing to do with no poom poom. That's not true. Uh, that is true. That's not true. That is so true. Not true. Why? Because I, hey, look, you know, you you can't be doing stuff like this, you know, podcasts and mentoring and some all the things, some of the things that I do without having some conversations with some people before you start forming opinions. So, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, I ain't gonna you know, put it, put himself out there, but if he listens to this shit, he gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna fuck you up because this is my this is my partner, yo. But you know, he go that way. That's his thing. It's cool, right? I ain't got no problem with him always respected me you know this bit but it's funny so you actually have a point of reference to somebody that you can talk to and i used to just ask him sometime i'm like yo i like what's all that shit about like for real like i'll be like i tell him i'll be like for real for real what's going on and he'll he'll be like yo you know no 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 and i was like i was like but you still you should still mask you still smash women he was like yeah he was like he's like not as much but he was like he's like i started off with girls you know, and you know, I figured, really figured out what I like. But he was like, you know, every now and then, you know, da da da. da. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So I've never heard a gay man say anything about vagina except for it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard a straight man say that it's beautiful. It looks like this. It looks like that. It tastes like this. But I've never heard a gay man say anything about some boom boom. I have. Ever. Look, man, this this is 2019. It's a new breed of gay people out here. Damn, that came out bad. But so you mean bisexual? Hey, man, look, I, I don't even honestly, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, I okay, so I'm just gonna reference the people that I've talked to, right? So I remember asking him specific questions. I was like, "Are you, you know, all the way?" He was like, "I like both," but I never saw him with a woman, right? So it was like, but all, all he ever, thing, thing. I was like, okay, cool. I ain't no no problem with it. whatever, man. So I would ask him, and he literally would tell me, 
um, that he liked women, but you know, this is what he preferred. And, but I, I so I, I went and took it a step further to see like how gay he is, because I think, I really believe like gay people live, like they gay, right? It's like, this is all I want. I'm looking for a boyfriend, a husband. I was like, would you ever marry a dude? He was like, hell no. But I was like, so how you gay? What? So what you think about that? Yeah, I, this this is a real conversation. Like, I'm telling you, I talk to people, right? And he opens up to me because I'm I'm not judgmental. Like I'm like, dude, whatever, you, like it's your life. Whatever you want to do is cool. I ain't gonna never judge you. But he told me that I, I was like, I was like, would you be in like a committed relationship with a man? And he was like, no. And I was I was like, okay. I was like, would you marry a dude? He was like, no. He was like, I just like this and this and this. But he also doesn't date women like that. It's it's fun. It's weird. That is really weird. I've never heard anything like that. Cause you you don't talk to a lot of gay people. What the hell? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get back on uh, the topic. Texting gone wrong. So I have a question for you. Talk to me. Have you ever sent uh, the D pick to the wrong person? Almost. 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 Almost, and the funniest shit was was that I almost sent a DP to a friend of mine. It was a guy. You almost sent a dick pic to your homeboy. I almost sent a dick pic to one of my boys. Oh my god! That that shit would have been hilarious. So I'm going back and forth, obviously, with the girl. And one thing, let's get this straight. I honestly, I'm not a fan of the whole, you know, the dick pic thing, and you know, all that stuff. Like. It's, I'd be like, yo, you want to see it? Come see it, right? Come see it, put it in your mouth. So he says, people. No, dead ass serious. Like, I don't, I honestly don't send it unless it's actual. You'd be surprised how often women actually do actual, if they've been talking to you for a while. But I ain't never just randomly say, hey, I want to show you something, right? So this situation, I was talking to a girl and, you know, obviously, you know, we, you know, talking back and forth and, I think I had woke up. It was either that or it was in the middle of the night and we was just talking and she was talking some good shit, but she was far away. And, you know, I'm getting a little, you know, hot and bothered laying there and whatnot. And I kind of mentioned it. I told her, I was like, yo, man, I was like, this is crazy. I'm just laying here and you ain't here. And you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, a little, I'm a little stiff around the, uh, around the section. And she was like, let me see. At the same time, I think I was talking to one of my boys about something. So the conversations are going back and forth. So I'm doing it real quick and I, I hit it and I attached it. And man, right before I hit the button, I thought I hit it. I really thought I hit it. And it was right there on the text message to send. The name started with A's and it went, I was like, oh my God, if that, that, our friendship would have been over. It would have been over. Like, I could have never looked him in the face. That nigga would try to kill me. This is, this is real. I tell you, I cannot make this shit up. That was real. I was, I had never been more scared in my life, man. Then another time, I didn't send a, it wasn't a DP, but I was flirting with, I was flirting with this girl and you know, emojis now is, you know, you you can make up for emojis, right? So emoji, I'm like, yo, I hit the wrong emoji. So my, one of my business partners, I'm, you know, he's talking to me and I'm talking to this girl at the same time. Like I, I be trying, when you be trying to do multiple conversations, that shit normally goes bad sometimes. So I sent this nigga like a whole row of like kissy faces and hugs and some shit like that. And he didn't say nothing. And I called him. I was like, yo, Reg, 
I was like, yo, my bad, man. I was like, that was for uh, the show. He was like, yo, he's like, for real, bro. He was like, he was, like, he was like, I was gonna say something, but he was like, I figured that wasn't for me. <laughs> oh my god! So these days, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm I'm very careful about it. Like I'm, I hesitate. They be like, oh, I want to see this. I'd be like, nah, because then that shit gets you in trouble, man. It's a lot of it's you know, it's, it's a lot of people's private parts floating around that they didn't intend for it to float around, you know. That's a fact. So I have a, I have another question. Yeah. Who do you think sends nasty pics more, men or women? Um, we know that you men ask for them more, but mm-hmm. who sends them more? Probably dudes. Really? Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll say dudes because you know, like I said, you you guys will hear through you know some of the episodes. You know, I've me and my um my significant others when you know I'm with somebody. We're pretty open about our, you know, pages and stuff like that. And I've actually seen, you know, my girls' inboxes. And that shit is crazy. Like, you women literally wake up to random dicks. Like, it's crazy. Dudes, they they, they send full-length pictures of them naked. And then the crazy thing is, it'd be like dudes be like, yo, you could have, like, left your shirt on because you don't even, you're, you're not even really presentable. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I'm look, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. She would be like, she's like, she would be like, babe, it's like this all the time. I'm like, damn. So I would say a hundred percent guys, and especially on social media, I think guys do it and they they just they do it. It's like the law of the um, the law of large numbers. If they send out a hundred dick pics, they might get if you count on a five percent return, you might get five chicks to be like, hey, I like that. Everybody else ain't nobody gonna respond. Some of them gonna cuss you out, but I think I would say guys a hundred percent. I'm definitely cussing a dude out if he just randomly sends me a picture of his penis. I might even insult him. I remember one time this dude just randomly sent me a dick pic mm-hmm. that I did not ask for, and I was like, "You lucky I don't post this on the internet." Like, first of all. With your nasty ass. <laughs> I mean, I go in. I think it's rude. Who wants to open their phone and see that? And then, too, like you said, sometimes, I won't say all the time, but sometimes these dudes don't be up to par. Right. It's just nasty. I, I, like, I, I only do it I only do it when it's asked for. I don't send random to the girls. They, they literally will be like, hey, I want to see you. I'll be like, yo, call me on the chat. Like, I'd rather do that than just have pictures of myself floating around. Like, I'm, I'm just... Only because I know women. And you women can be some dirty motherfuckers. And I mean it. You why fuck... The, why we gotta be all that, though? Okay, let me take that back. You women can be some... No, y'all can be some dirty motherfuckers. I'm just gonna say it like that. Because you could be like, oh, yeah, baby, don't worry. I'm gonna keep these pictures safe. Everything gonna be cool. Let them do something stupid. And you're gonna be like... Pfft. I put this on your page. <laughs> oh my God. Niggas be sweating like, no, because I know she's going to do it. Have you ever been threatened with that before? Yeah, a couple times. I've actually threatened to do with that before too. Because he cussed me out for no reason because he can't read, right? So, and he cussed me out and I was like, you lucky I don't post your pictures. I, I told it. you. I, I would told never you. do anything like that. Y'all dirty. Y'all dirty. And then y'all... And then on top of that, 
what y'all do is when y'all really get mad, you be like, oh, he think he going to cheat on me. And y'all be at a round table with your girlfriends having your kumba moment while y'all drinking Moscato and listening to that Waiting as Hell soundtrack. You be like, Psh, this nigga wasn't even really shit. And y'all be passing the phone around and they be like, oh, girl. You know how y'all do. You know, we don't share dick pics as much as you guys think we do. Mm-hmm. We don't. Especially if it's like treasured dick. Like, okay, I'm mad at you, but I know what the D and the mouth do. So I'm not really trying to show anybody else anything. We don't do it as much as y'all think. Okay. All right. So we'll save that for the uh, X-rated episode of Wake Up World. I think we need to get one on track. <laughs> All right. So I want to read off some funny messages, okay? And yep. I want you to guess who the people are, right? So it could be... Um, it could be coworkers. It could be mother daughter. It could be you know, father daughter, son mother, all types of stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. So it says, "Hey Priscilla, guess what my favorite sexual position is? Summer intern." Wink, wink. And then the person responds, "So are you messing around on the side? You are so busted, Dad." Carrie, I was joking around with my intern. Don't tell your mom. That one was kind of obvious, huh? Yeah, that was that was too lame as people in the workplace. I thought it was so funny. You didn't think it was funny? It was probably two chicks named Becky and Cheryl. <laughs> Shut up. All right. I have another one. It says, let's have sex tonight, bring condoms. And then the person responds, what about your mother? And then they say, she doesn't need to know. And then he says, okay, if you are sure. And then it says, ew, what the fuck? That was a text from my boyfriend. You're my stepfather. What is wrong with you? You are 24 and your mom and I are separated. I guess you can't really guess because it all reveals itself. But I thought those were hilarious. Yo, that's that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> Yo, but he he did ask. He was like, "Are you sure?" She was like, "Yeah, don't worry about her." And it was like, "I." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on top of that, that sounds like some white people shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're talking again. Okay, I have another one. <laughs> All right, so. How pissed would Val be if she knew I was at the beach sipping pina coladas? Wow, unbelievable. So you're not sick? We really needed you here today. I'm sick. I was cold, so I came to sit in the sun on the beach. Yeah, I'm sure. This is your third strike. Talk tomorrow. (laughs) Chick called in onto her job. She did some gangster shit. She went to the beach. Yeah. And she ain't got no job no more. Yeah, that sounds like some shit broke people would do. Yeah. Also sounds like a Caucasian moment. What's her name? Um her name is probably Emily. That sounds like seen this before? No, that sounds like some Emily shit. It's Emily Emily and Valerie. Yo, I swear to you on everything. I did not know that. I'm telling you that I was like, and I was like, that sounds like some shit some uh, that an Emily would do. 
That's hilarious. I'm, telling okay. you, I'm up on my current events. I know my people. Them ain't your people. Emily ain't your people. Uh, Bertha, your people. I know people, Bertha. She said Bertha. <laughs> Yo, that's cold. What, what, what parents be thinking about when they be naming their kids shit? I'm like, yo, they got to live with that name. I don't know. Like don't North, know. like Northwest. Like, nigga, what, what, who does that? <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Cause that's just it. Like, look, like that nigga Jesse. Like, his name is spelled Juicy. And that's what I was calling him for the longest. I was like, oh, Juicy. And they're like, that's not how you say his name. I'm like, that's how the hell it's spelled. Oh, man, we got to we gotta do a whole episode about ghetto-ass names because black people are going too far with these damn names. I agree. But why Juicy? I'm going to Google that. I want to know why. Just, just say I don't know. I was like, I, I thought I was calling him Juicy. I was like, Jesse. I was like, who the hell is Jesse? Yeah, me too. All right, let's keep it going. All right, last one, okay? Hmm? <clears throat> All right. <laughs> it says, I wish a dingo would eat Kelly's ugly ass baby, so she'd stop posting pictures of it on Facebook. And then it says, Screw you. You are such a backstabber. My baby is beautiful. Now, had that been me 10, maybe 12 years ago, I would have been like, sis, where you at? Calling my baby ugly. Uh, Once again, that sounds like two Caucasians talking. And, Definitely is. And um, it sounds like it sounds like two hating ass friends. It definitely is. It sounds like one friend is talking to the other one and she mad because she got a baby and then the chick that's hating, she ain't got no man and she probably got those, uh, she probably got, she's probably real pale and she can't tan. So she just hating all the way around. Damn. Like you really went in there. Yeah, hey, you, yo, you, most people don't know, but if you, uh, the, the Caucasian people, sometimes they, they like real white and then even if they go to the beach, they don't tan, they just burn. <laughs> They're not happy people. <laughs> so listen to me. Okay. I get really annoyed when white people ask stupid questions about black women's hair. Right? It's really annoying. But I saw this skit online where the black people were asking white people the stupid questions that the white people would ask the black people. Like, why does your hair fall out in the shower? Or why when you go tan, or why when you're in the sun, you burn? Like, they was just asking really stupid questions. I think the one um, dude was like, is it true that all white guys have small and cute penises? And I thought it was so funny. I'm like, I really need to learn how to do that so that when they ask me ignorant-ass questions, I can return it. I'll be honest with you. I don't like when white people ask me nothing. Right, oh, I, I, I get mad when white cops ask me for my ID. I'm like, "What, bitch? You don't think I got an ID?" Um, but keep it straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen. I when I was in the restaurant business, I I worked and I was in Alpharetta, right? And it, all this shit is true, right? People can Google, you can research all this shit. This, everything's public, right? So I literally was at a restaurant where I, at one point I was the only black person around, and it's fucking hilarious how white people find it so like just liberate they just be like hey rob i never forget my fucking gm asked me he was like why do black people like lemonade so much i was like i don't know motherfucker 
Like it's what like I'm like, like no, I, I'm telling you, I was like, tw- I swear to God, I was like 21. I never forget that shit. And I was just like, yo, I was like, what? I was like, what am I like? The what am I like? What am I black Buddha nigga? What I, I give you all the answer to black people? White people make lim- white people drink lemonade all the time. What kind of stupid shit is that? But I white, mean, white- first of all, that's really stupid. I've never heard that before. White dude, white my manager asked me, and I was, I was just confused because I was like, why do black? I actually started thinking about. it. I was like, why black people like lemonade so much? I was like, maybe because that shit is good. Hmm. I used to I don't... That, that lemonade Kool Aid man, that shit was the bomb. So I don't necessarily get mad when white people ask me questions. It's just stupid questions. Like I don't dislike any race, so. I'm not annoyed when somebody that's white asks me a question. I have white friends. But it's the dumb questions. Like, there's this one lady that I know. She was talking about a woman that was on American Idol. And she's like, you see her hair? First of all, the woman had on an afro. A beautiful afro, mind you. And she's like, did you see her hair on last night's episode? She was like, it looks like a Brillo pad. Like, why is black people's hair so rough? And I wanted to be like, sis, why your hair so thin? Like, why are you balding? Like, where is your hair? You, you don't can't know, do anything with it. Is that I probably would have looked at her and I'd be like, yo, I'd be wondering the same thing. Like, cause I, you know, that's fucked up. Sometimes, sometimes they actually have valid questions because I'm bald, right? And the reason why I don't grow my hair is because I got slave hair. I'm offended on so many different levels. Aren't you gonna ask me what slave hair is? No, I'm not gonna ask you what slave hair is. I know, I know the different textures of a black woman's hair. And I, guess what? A black woman can do ten times more with her hair than any other race. I can't believe you just said that. Look at you, look at you getting all offended. I'm actually because I mean, I'm here for my sisters. I'm here for the kinky and the coils. We want to wear it nappy, we can wear it nappy. You want to wear it curly, we can do that too. You want to wear it straight, we can do that too. You want to add some weave? You want to go natural? It's all beautiful. Everything about a black woman is beautiful. Even if I was to cuss you out right now, it would be beautiful. Somebody would say it was beautiful. It would be right. You're probably another black woman. But before you started going off on your, your rant, I was talking about my hair. You ain't got none. Exactly. There's a reason why I say because I have slave hair, which means Don't I say ha- slave hair, Kanye. No, it's slave hair. Because when if you listen to check my reference, imagine remember all the black when black people was back in the day they picking cotton. You look at any video or picture, everybody had they had like that smaller fro and that shit was kinked up real tight and looked just like the cotton that they were picking. Right? That shit is impossible to comb. You, I was man, I was a kid. I was breaking those fucking plastic combs. Like you going through my hair, I'm trying to comb it, like bing, bing, boom, bing. I was breaking a bristle every single time. That means I have very, very thick hair, and I ain't got time to be doing relaxers and all that other stuff. And then on top of that, I got a dry scalp. I was like, yo, I just rather do bald. That's what I call slave hair. And so, nothing racist about it. I'm just, it's my head. Okay, I'm honest about it. Are you done? Yes. All right, good. Because that was just, I mean, that was just as dumb as when the lady asked me that. That's not dumb. So, anyway, so while that lady was so ignorant, I also know white women 
who have like really thick hair and they actually appreciate black women's hair like this one girl shout out to meg she always says like oh my god i love your hair like it's so beautiful i wish i could do all that you do to my hair like you know some of them appreciate us they appreciate the culture all right what do you First of all, why are we even talking about white people in in general? Like we this this our shit, right? We they got a, they got enough of their stuff, all right? They they get they get the backseat here. Get to the back of the bus. Okay, we're not gonna do that. This podcast is for everybody. Already done, all right. I'm, we we talked. We've consumed enough time talking about pink people. Let's get back to it. They're not pink. Okay. <laughs> when they get mad, they turn pink. They don't turn red. They be pink as fuck. Hey, why is that? Why why would white people get mad or embarrassed? They cheese me, they get all rosy and shit. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, oh, you mad, mad, huh? <laughs> okay, so since you're saying that, you want to know a funny story? Talk so I know this dude, this white dude, he kind of has a list. Like, he he can't control his emotions, right? Young white boy, okay? And he thinks he's the shit. So when he's telling the story or he gets really excited, he turns pink, like really, really pink, like hot pink nail polish. And it's almost like he glows. And why his name is Gloa? Who? I just thought that shit was Gloa. Gloa, that's fucking hilarious. Right, Gloa be glowing. Like literally, and I've asked him before, and I, I started like, no offense, but why are you so red? Are you nervous? Is there something wrong? Should we take your temperature? Yeah, why? Why are you so red, Shouty? Why are you so red, Shouty? Why? Why are you dish? All right, man, let's go. We with it. All right, so I think right. I, I, I seriously think we've given people enough for this one. All right, but can you tell the people that Wake Up World is for everybody? Yeah, yo, listen, Wake Up World is for everybody. It's just run by two. Afro-Americans with just very open opinions about everything and I never feel bad about anything that I say because I know what y'all say behind closed doors is even worse so it's all good it's all fair just know these are just our honest opinions there's nothing about hate discrimination none of that stuff we just like to laugh and be open about what we feel and I'm all good with it this was actually a really fun episode I like it because you ain't yelling You you wasn't yelling at me this time but I bet people like when we fight more. Uh, depends on who you be talking about. You don't like it, but the people might like it. Okay. We'll fight in the next episode. Nah, I ain't, I ain't fighting with you no more. I went, I went, I gave my life to Jesus, and I said I'm not fighting no more. You won't fight with me. I'm not. I gave, I gave it up last night. I can't do it no more. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Tell the people what they'll get. Wait, now, later, tomorrow? What are we doing? Huh? <laughs> All I'm right, not la- editing this. I'm posting it just as is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Wake Up World. Once again, I'm Rob D, a.k.a. Mr. Invest ATL, lady behind the glass. All you're going to get from this episode is a whole lot more of what you see and have been listening to. We love to talk about serious topics, talk about social issues, religion, finance, all that good stuff. But we like to get funny and have a good time. Just remember, don't take anything we say personally. If you do, and that's your problem. 
right? Because that's why this is our podcast. We welcome all opinions, comments. You guys have any ideas? Actually, for our next episode, one of our listeners actually heard something we said, didn't like it, and said, I would like to get on the podcast to do you guys said. And we are more than willing to do that with any and everybody that wants to jump on here. It's all about air and opportunity, y'all. So this is us signing off. We'll be back with another episode. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. You better go, boy. I like that. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, world? It's your man, Rob D, a.k.a. Mr. Invest ATF. And we're here with my lovely co-host, the lady behind the glass, and we are bringing you another episode of Wake Up World. Lady, let's get into it. Rob D, today (laughs) we're going to be talking about the horrors of sexting and texting the wrong person. (laughs) Right? This is going to be really entertaining. So I know you have some horror stories. Give me one. All right, so I'm gonna man. It's so many. It always goes bad for me. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It always goes bad. So let me talk. Let me do this time. This was probably in 2000, and it doesn't matter, right? So long story. <laughs> it doesn't matter because it was all bad. So long story short, we I used to go to the same place on Wednesday night every. Wednesday. That was the spot. It was this Latin spot. Just go there, you know, act like we could dance. We couldn't, but we knew that's where all the shorties was going to be at. So we used to hit this spot up religiously, me and my boys. So one week, met one girl. Next week, met another girl, right? So I generally, after you meet them, everything is normally text, 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 text. You get their number, hit them up the next morning. Oh, it was nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you too. What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I can smack it. And then before you know it, you've been talking for a week and you never pick up the phone to call none of these chicks, right? So we were went back the next week and met another one. It was pretty much like the same thing. And I was just like, yo, you know what? I think I want to take one of the I want to take one of these girls out. So I basically asked both of them to go to the same place. No lie. And I was like, yo, it's like, have you ever been here? You know, because like most people don't, most women don't understand, but if God takes you to a nice place and, you know, he seems like he's maneuvering through the place very, very, very calmly, he's been there before. And you ain't the first woman that he's bought there. So, sorry, fellas. I kind of just blew up everybody's spot. But, yo, that's just how it is. So, anyway, <laughs> it was a place that I, I frequently frequently uh, visited here in Atlanta. It's a nice date spot. And, you know, it was, you know, at the time, you know, wasn't really... You know, doing all that, you know, I was doing cool. You know what I'm saying? I had, I was still, I was a chef at that time. So, you know, wait, you're going paycheck to paycheck and everything. So it was a really nice spot here called Cafe Intermezzo. You know, that's a little, that's a plug for the guys who've never been there. You can go there, impress a girl for the look. Long story short, one of them responded, but I thought it was the other. Right? So I'm going through and no lie, I'm going back and forth. And I really didn't even remember the girls' names, right? Oh no! So, Either one? No, I didn't really. I I knew one. One of his name was Lisa, and I oh, think, oh, don't do that. <laughs> well, this is a long time ago, so it don't matter, right? So I'm the, we're going through back and forth, and then um, I we one of I actually met up with her, and that night, and then I got a I got a rule. 
I don't save people's number in my phone until you become significant, right? So it means either, we, either we're gonna keep talking, we're gonna do business, close the deal, whatever it is, I'm not saving your number, right? It's just gonna be that number. And when I pull up the text messages, I can uh, I can remember who it was. I just got it like that, right? But this particular day, I took one of them out and the night actually went good. And you know, it, it you know it went down. And I was like, yo, I was like, okay, it's cool, blah, blah, blah. But the only thing was was that the numbers were real similar. So what I did was the next morning or during the middle of the day, you know, you're doing your what I like to call my follow-up, you know, from you know, once you get into it, you want to do a follow-up. It's there's good customer service, make sure everything was straight. So I automatically hit up, hey, last night, I thought last night was amazing, it was great. You know, and add one out of that, and then, and then when it happened, blah blah blah. You get all into it. Literally, the chick was like, "Oh, so you're the guy that was out with my friend last night?" And da 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 da. And I was just like, "Oh, my spirit!" No way. <laughs> this is not a lie. This is a true story. Oh my god! How do you do that? No idea that they knew each other. And not then, you know girls talk. So after her friend had fun, she told her and was like, oh, da-da-da-da-da. And basically, I was breaking down the whole night. She was like, oh, so you know my friend. And and I was just, I, I literally was almost like, yo, don't tell her that I have been talking to you. But I just played it real cool, and I didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a man. Oh, Sounds man. like a man. I had to take some time to get my thoughts together. I bet you did. Yeah, man, but yeah, texting is a motherfucker. I'll tell you that. So it's kind of dangerous, right? I mean, you can, especially with the phones that we have now, like we're literally walking around with computers in our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous. Oh, we got to do a separate episode about when butt dialing goes wrong. Oh my God. Now, that is very dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. I I have a friend, so this has never happened to me, but speaking of that, I have a friend um, and another one of her friends, right? So she thought she was a friend, butt dialed her, and the girl that butt dialed her was in the car with her homegirl, and um, she was talking shit about her talking about her hair, talking about her kids, everything. It was crazy. Yeah, yo, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right. Needless to say, on site, it was on site. Got you, lady. All right. Now, I opened up to you, and I was honest, and I was straightforward about my foolishness in my younger years. I want to hear what you got to say. Give me the time when texting went wrong with you. Oh, shit. Mm. So we'll go way back to college days, right? Oh, so, back, back to the, back to the uh, what did you call it? When you were studying for your whole ology degree. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm still you, looking for it. I'm still looking for it. You were, your ass is working on your doctorate right now. <laughs> A I can't stand this. I can't stand this. So... Understudying and getting some, getting, getting some. All right, go ahead. I can't stand you. <laughs> You're so annoying. 
All right. So, what'd you say? I said, let's go. All right. So, I had a boyfriend, right? Like, everybody in the dorm knew he was my boyfriend. But I also had a boo in the dorm, right? But he knew his position. He knew my boyfriend. And I always told my boyfriend that um, the dude was, like, my brother. You know what I mean? Like, we're close. This is, like, my brother. This is, like, my bestie. I kind of think he's gay anyways, right? Mm -hmm. I knew that he wasn't. But when my boyfriend wasn't around, like, I cuddled and stuff with him. I never actually slept with him. So, (laughs) on a tipsy night, I was trying to text my homegirl and tell her that oh boy like was really working hard to try and get something and I ended up texting my boyfriend and he cussed me out and then he came to the dorm cussed me out in front of everybody and then made me go back to his house for him it was really really bad damn did you get him on that night my boyfriend yeah of course Normally, if you if you if you give up the good good, then that normally kind of smooths it over. You guys, we we're, we're, we're kind of stupid. We we could catch y'all doing some stupid shit, and then y'all you put it on us, and then we'd be like, "I right, I forgive you this time. You do it again, though, I kill you." That's exactly what happened too. And actually, um, he didn't want me to stay at the dorms anymore after that. He wanted me to stay with him, and then he was questioning me like. What was that text about? And I was like really trying to lie. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. I didn't mean to write that in there, autocorrect. And he was like, yeah, okay. He was like, I thought that was like your brother. I'm like, yeah, don't you think he's gay? Like trying to convince my man to to think that he's gay or something. Oh. It was all bad. And then he cussed me out, like I said, in front of everybody, almost like a parent. Like he came to the business. Right. See, that's why that's why to modern day, I ain't with that gay boyfriend shit. I don't give a fuck. And what you say, you can be like, oh, he's gay, yeah, but he still got a dick. So with that being said, you ain't allowed to have no friends. <laughs> uh, uh, wait a minute. So we have to talk about that a little more. Cause uh-huh. a, a true gay man ain't gonna want nothing to do with no poom poom. That's not true. Uh, that is true. That's not true. That is so true. Not true. Why? Because I, hey, look, you know, you you can't be doing stuff like this, you know, podcasts and mentoring and some all the things, some of the things that I do, without having some conversations with some people before you start forming opinions. So, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, I ain't gonna put put himself out there, but if he listens to this shit, he gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna fuck you up because this is my this is my partner, yo. But you know, he go that way. That's his thing. It's cool, right? I ain't got no problem with him always respected me you know this bit but it's funny so you actually have a point of reference to somebody that you can talk to and i used to just ask him sometime i'm like yo i like what's all that shit about like for real like i'll be like i tell him i'll be like for real for real what's going on and he'll he'll be like yo you know nah, 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 nah. and i was like i was like but you still you can still mask you still smash women he was like yeah he was like he's like not as much but he was like he's like i started off with girls you know, and, you know, I figured, really figured out what I like, but he was like, you know, every now and then, you know, da 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 and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So, I've never heard a gay man say anything about vagina except for it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard a straight man say that it's beautiful, it looks like this, it looks like that, it tastes like this. 
but I've never heard a gay man say anything about some boom boom. I have. Look, man, this this is 2019. It's a new breed of gay people out here. Damn, that, that came out bad. But so you mean bisexual? Hey, man. Look, I I don't even honestly. I don't even. I don't even know. Like, I okay. So I'm just gonna reference the people that I've talked to, right? So I remember asking him specific questions. I was like, "Are you, you know, all the way?" He was like, "I like both," but I never saw him with a woman, right? So it was like, but all all he ever thing thing. I was like, okay, cool. I ain't no no problem with it. whatever, man. So I would ask him, and he literally would tell me, um, that. He liked women, but you know, this is what he preferred. And but I, I so I, I went took it a step further to see like how gay he is. Because I think I really believe like gay people live like they gay, right? It's like this is all I want. I'm looking for a boyfriend, a husband. I was like, would you ever marry a dude? He was like, hell no. But I was like, so how you gay? What? So what you think? Yeah, I, this this is a real conversation. Like, I'm telling you, I talk to people, right? And he opens up to me because I'm I'm not judgmental. Like I'm like, dude, whatever, you, like it's your life. Whatever you want to do is cool. I ain't gonna never judge you. But he told me that I, I was like, I was like, would you be in like a committed relationship with a man? He was like, no. And I was I was like, okay. I was like, would you marry a dude? He was like, no. He was like, I just like this and this and this. But he also doesn't date women like that. It's it's fun. It's weird. That is really weird. I've never heard anything like that. Cause you you don't talk to a lot of gay people. What the hell? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get back on uh, the topic. Texting gone wrong. Right. So I have a question for you. Talk to me. Have you ever sent uh, the D pick to the wrong person? Almost. 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 Almost, and the funniest shit was was that I almost sent a DP to a friend of mine. It was a guy. You almost sent a dick pic to your homeboy. I almost sent a dick pic to one of my boys. Oh my god! That that shit would have been hilarious. So I'm going back and forth, obviously, with the girl. And one thing, let's get this straight. I honestly, I'm not a fan of the whole, you know, the dick pic thing, and you know, all that stuff. So like. It's, I'd be like, yo, you want to see it? Come see it, right? Come see it, put it in your mouth. So he says, people. No, dead ass serious. Like, I don't, I honestly don't send it unless it's actual. You'd be surprised how often women actually do actual if they've been talking to you for a while. But I ain't never just randomly say, hey, I want to show you something, right? So this situation, I was talking to a girl and, you know, obviously, you know, we, you know, talking back and forth and, I think I had woke up. It was either that or it was in the middle of the night. And we was just talking. And she was talking some good shit, but she was far away. And, you know, I'm getting a little, you know, hot and bothered laying there and whatnot. And I kind of mentioned it. I told her, I was like, yo, man, I was like, this is crazy. I'm just laying here and you ain't here. And, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, a little, I'm a little stiff around the, uh, around the section. And she was like, let me see. At the same time, I think I was talking to one of my boys about something. So the conversations are going back and forth. So I'm doing it real quick. And I, I hit it and I attached it. And man, right before I hit the button, I thought I hit it. I really thought I hit it. And it was right there on the text message to send. The name started with A's. And it went, I was like, oh my God. If that, that, our friendship would have been over. It would have been over. Like, I could have never looked him in the face. That nigga would try to kill me. 
this is this is real. I tell you, I cannot make this shit up. That was real. I was I had never been more scared in my life, man. Then another time, I didn't send a, it wasn't a DP, but I was flirting with I was flirting with this girl, and you know emojis now is you know you you can make up for emojis, right? So emoji, I'm like, yo, I hit the wrong emoji. So my one of my business partners. I'm, you know, he's talking to me and I'm talking to this girl at the same time. Like, I, I be trying, when you be trying to do multiple conversations, that shit normally goes bad sometimes. So I sent this nigga like a whole row of like kissy faces and hugs and some shit like that. And he didn't say nothing. And I called him. I was like, yo, Reg. I was like, yo, my bad, man. I was like, that was for uh, the show. He was like, yo, he's like, for real, bro. He was like, he was like, he was like I was going to say something, but he was like, I figured that wasn't for me. <laughs> Oh my god! So these days, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm I'm very careful about it. Like I'm, I hesitate. They be like, oh, I want to see this. I'd be like, nah, because then that shit gets you in trouble, man. It's a lot of it's you know, it's, it's a lot of people's private parts floating around that they didn't intend for it to float around. You know, that's a fact. So I have a, I have another question. Yeah. Who do you think sends nasty pics more, men or women? Um, we know that you men ask for them more, but mm-hmm. who sends them more? Probably dudes. Really? Yeah. I'll be honest. I'll say dudes because, you know, like I said, you, you guys will hear through, you know, some of the episodes. You know, I've me and my um, my significant others, when, you know, I'm with somebody, we're pretty open about our, you know, pages and stuff like that. And I've actually seen, you know, my girls inboxes. And that shit is crazy. Like, you women literally wake up to random dicks. Like, it's crazy. Dudes, they they, they send full-length pictures of them naked. And then the crazy thing is, it'd be like dudes be like, yo, you could have, like, left your shirt on because you don't need, you're, you're not even really presentable. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. She would be like, she's like, she would be like, babe, it's like this all the time. I'm like, Damn. So I would say 100% guys, and especially on social media, I think guys do it, and they they just they do it. It's like the law of the um, the law of large numbers. If they send out 100 dick pics, they might get. If you count on a five percent return, you might get five chicks to be like, "Hey, I like that." Everybody else ain't nobody gonna respond. Some of them gonna cuss you out, but I think I would say guys 100%. I'm definitely cussing a dude out if he just randomly sends me a picture of his penis. I might even insult him. I remember one time this dude just randomly sent me a dick pic that I did not ask for. And I was like, you lucky I don't post this on the internet. Like, first of all, with your nasty ass. (laughs) I mean, I go in. I think it's rude. Who wants to open their phone and see that? And then, too, like you said, sometimes, I won't say all the time, but sometimes these dudes don't be up to par. Right. It's just nasty. I, I, like, I, I only do it I only do it when it's asked for. I don't send random to the girls. They, they literally will be like, hey, I want to see you. I'll be like, yo, call me on the chat. Like, I'd rather do that than just have pictures of myself floating around. Like, I'm, I'm just only because I know women. And you women can be some dirty motherfuckers. And I mean it. You fuck why, why we gotta be all that, though? Okay, let me take that back. You women can be some... No, y'all can be some dirty motherfuckers. I'm just gonna say it like that. 
Because you could be like, oh, yeah, baby, don't worry. I'm going to keep these pictures safe. Everything going to be cool. Let them do something stupid. And you're going to be like, I'll put this on your page. <laughs> oh, my God. Niggas be sweating like, no, because I know she's going to do it. Have you ever been threatened with that before? Yeah, a couple times. I've actually threatened to do it with that before, too. Because he cussed me out for no reason. Because he can't read, right? So, and he cussed me out. And I was like, you lucky I don't post your pictures. I, I told you. I, I told never you. do anything like that. Y'all dirty. And then y'all, and then on top of that, what y'all do is when y'all really get mad, you be like, oh, he think he gonna cheat on me. And y'all be at a round table with your girlfriends having your kumba moment while y'all drinking Moscato and listening to that Waiting as Hell soundtrack. You be like, Psh, this nigga wasn't even really shit. And y'all be passing the phone around and they be like, oh, girl. You know how y'all do. You know, we don't share dick pics as much as you guys think we do. Mm-hmm. We don't, especially if it's like treasured dick. Like, okay, I'm mad at you, but I know what the D and the mouth do, so I'm not really trying to show anybody else anything. We don't do it as much as y'all think. Okay, all right, so we'll save that for the uh, X-rated episode of Wake Up World. I think we need to get back on track. (laughs) All right, so I want to read off some funny messages, okay? And I want you to guess who the people are, right? So it could be... um, it could be coworkers. It could be mother daughter. It could be you know, father daughter, son mother, all types of stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. So it says, "Hey Priscilla, guess what my favorite sexual position is? Summer intern." Wink, wink. And then the person responds, "So are you messing around on the side? You are so busted, Dad." Carrie, I was joking around with my intern. Don't tell your mom. That one was kind of obvious, huh? Yeah, that was that was too lame as people in the workplace. I thought it was so funny. You didn't think it was funny? It was probably two chicks named Becky and Cheryl. <laughs> Shut up. All right. I have another one. It says, let's have sex tonight, bring condoms. And then the person responds, what about your mother? And then they say, she doesn't need to know. And then he says, okay, if you are sure. And then it says, ew, what the fuck? That was a text from my boyfriend. You're my stepfather. What is wrong with you? You are 24 and your mom and I are separated. I guess you can't really guess because it all revealed itself. But I thought those were hilarious. Yo, that's that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> Yo, but he he did ask. He was like, "Are you sure?" She was like, "Yeah, don't worry about her." And it was like, "I." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on top of that, that sounds like some white people shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're talking again. Okay, I have another one. <laughs> All right, so. How pissed would Val be if she knew I was at the beach sipping pina coladas? Wow, unbelievable. So you're not sick? We really needed you here today. I'm sick. I was cold, so I came to sit in the sun on the beach. Yeah, I'm sure. This is your third strike. Talk tomorrow. (laughs) Chick called in onto her job. She did some gangster shit. She went to the beach. Yeah. 
and that's she ain't got no job no more. Yeah, that sounds like some shit broke people would do. Yeah. Also sounds like a Caucasian moment. What's her name? Um her name is probably Emily. That sounds like seen some, this before? No, that sounds like some Emily shit. It's Emily Emily and Valerie. Yo, I swear to you on everything. I did not know that. I'm telling you that I was like, and I was like, that sounds like some shit some uh, that an Emily would do. That's hilarious. I'm okay. You, I'm up on my current events. I know my people. Them ain't your people. Emily ain't your people. Uh, Bertha, your people. I know people. Bertha. She said Bertha. <laughs> Yo, that's cold. Man. What, what what parents be thinking about when they be naming their kids shit? I'm like, yo, they got to live with that name. I don't know. Like don't North, know. like Northwest. Like nigga, what? What? Who does that? <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Cause that's stupid. Like look, like that nigga Jesse. Like his name is spelled Juicy. And that's what I was calling him for the longest. I was like, "Oh, Juicy," and they're like, "That's not how you say his name." I'm like, "That's how the hell it's spelled." Oh man, we gotta we gotta do a whole episode about ghetto ass names because black people are going too far with these damn names. I agree. But why Juicy? I'm going to Google that. I want to know why. Just just say, I don't know. I was like, I, I thought I was calling him Juicy. I was like, Jesse, I was like, who the hell is Jesse? Yeah, me too. All right, let's keep it going. All right, last one, okay? Hmm? <clears throat> All right. <laughs> it says, I wish a dingo would eat Kelly's ugly ass baby. So she stopped posting pictures of it on Facebook. And then it says, screw you. You are such a backstabber. My baby is beautiful. Now, had that been me 10, maybe 12 years ago, I would have been like, sis, where you at? Calling my baby ugly. Uh, Once again, that sounds like two Caucasians talking. And, Definitely is. And, um... It sounds like it sounds like two hating ass friends. It definitely is. It sounds like one friend is talking to the other one and she mad because she got a baby and then the chick that's hating, she ain't got no man and she probably got those uh she probably got she probably real pale and she can't tan. So she just hating all the way around. Damn, like you really were in there. Hey, you yo, you and most people don't know, but if you uh the, the Caucasian people Sometimes they they like real white, and then even if they go to the beach, they don't tan. They just burn. <laughs> they not happy people. <laughs> so listen to me, okay? I get really annoyed when white people ask stupid questions about black women's hair. So it's really annoying. But I saw this skit online where the black people were asking white people the stupid questions that the white people would ask the black people. Like, why does your hair fall out in the shower? Or why when you go tan, or why when you're in the sun, you burn? Like, they were just asking really stupid questions. I think the one um, dude was like, is it true that all white guys have small and pink penises? And I thought it was so funny. I'm like, I really need to learn how to do that so that when they ask me ignorant ass questions, I can return it. I'll be honest with you. I don't like when white people ask me nothing. 
right? Oh, I, I, I get mad when white cops ask me for my ID. I'm like, what, bitch? You don't think I got an ID? Um, but keep it straight. <laughs> no, I listen. I when I was in the restaurant business, I I worked and I was in Alpharetta, right? And it, all this shit is true, right? People can Google, you can research all this shit. This, everything's public, right? So I literally was at a restaurant where I, at one point I was the only black person around. And it's fucking hilarious how white people find it so, like, just liberate. They just be like, hey, Rob, I never forget. My fucking GM asked me, he was like, why do black people like lemonade so much? I was like, I don't know, motherfucker. Like, it's what like, I'm fuck? like, no, I, I'm telling you, I was like, tw- I swear to God, I was like 21. I never forget that shit. And I was just like, yo, I was like, what, I was like, what am I like? The, what am I like? What am I, black Buddha, nigga? What, I, I give you all the answer to black people. White people make lim- white people drink lemonade all the time. What kind of stupid shit is that? Well, I mean, white- first of all, that's really stupid. I've never heard that before. White dude, white my manager asked me, and I was, I was just confused because I was like, why do black? I actually started thinking about. it. I was like, why black people like lemonade so much? I was like, maybe because that shit is good. Hmm. I used to like that, that lemonade Kool Aid man. That shit was the bomb. So I don't necessarily get mad when white people ask me questions it's just stupid questions like I don't dislike any race so I'm not annoyed when somebody that's white asks me a question I have white friends but it's the dumb questions like there's this one lady that I know she was talking about a woman that was on American Idol and she's like you see her hair first of all the woman had on an afro a beautiful afro mind you and she's like, did you see her hair on last night's episode? She was like, it looks like a Brillo pad. Like, why is black people's hair so rough? And I wanted to be like, sis, why your hair so thin? Like, why are you balding? Like, where is your hair? You don't know do anything with it. Is that I probably would have looked at her and I'd be like, yo, I'd be wondering the same thing. Like, cause I, you know, that's fucked up. Sometimes, sometimes they actually have valid questions. Because I'm bald, right? And the reason why I don't grow my hair is because I got slave hair. I'm offended on so many different levels. Aren't you going to ask me what slave hair is? No, I'm not going to ask you what slave hair is. I know know the different textures of a black woman's hair. And guess what? A black woman can do 10 times more with her hair than any other race. I can't believe you just said that. Look at you! Look at you getting all offended. I'm actually because I mean, I'm here for my sisters. I'm here for the kinky and the coils. We want to wear a nappy. We can wear a nappy. You want to wear it curly? We could do that too. You want to wear it straight? We could do that too. You want to add some weave? You want to go natural? It's all beautiful. Everything about a black woman is beautiful. Even if I was to cuss you out right now, it would be beautiful. No, nah, somebody would... would say it was beautiful. It would be Ray. You're probably another black woman, but. Before you started going off on your your rant, I was talking about my hair. You ain't got none. Exactly. There's a reason why I said because I have slave hair, which means Don't I say ha- slave hair, Kanye. No, it's slave hair. Because when if you listen to check my reference, imagine remember all the black when black people was back in the day they picking cotton. You look at any video or picture, everybody had they had like that smaller fro and that shit was kinked up real tight and looked just like the cotton that they were picking, right? That shit is impossible to comb. You, I was man, I was a kid. I was breaking those fucking plastic combs. Like you going through my hair, I'm trying to comb it. Like bing, bing, boom, bing. I was breaking a bristle every single time. 
that means I have very, very thick hair and I ain't got time to be doing relaxers and all the other stuff. And then on top of that, I got a dry scalp. I was like, yo, I just rather do bald. But that's what I call slave hair. And so, nothing I know. About it. I'm just, it's my head. Okay. I'm honest about it. Are you done? Yes. All right, good. Because that was just, I mean, that was just as dumb as when the lady asked me that. That's not and dumb. You know what? So, anyway, so while that lady was so ignorant, I also know white women who have like really thick hair and they actually appreciate black women's hair. Like this one girl, shout out to Meg. She always says, like, oh, my God, I love your hair. Like, it's so beautiful. I wish I could do all that you do to my hair. Like, you know, some of them appreciate us. They appreciate the culture. All right, what do you... First of all, why are we even talking about white people in in general? Like we this this our shit, right? We they got a, they got enough of their stuff, all right? They they get they get the backseat here. Get to the back of the bus. Okay, we're not gonna do that. This podcast is for everybody. We're already done, all right? I'm, we we talked. We've consumed enough time talking about pink people. Let's get back to it. They're not pink. Okay. <laughs> when they get mad, they turn pink. They don't turn red. They be pink as fuck. Hey, why is that? Why why would white people get mad or embarrassed? They cheese me, they get all rosy and shit. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, oh, you mad, mad, huh? <laughs> okay, so since you're saying that, you want to know a funny story? Talk so I know this dude, this white dude, he kind of has a list. Like, he, he can't control his emotions, right? Young white boy, okay? And he thinks he's the shit. So when he's telling the story or he gets really excited, he turns pink. Like, really, really pink. Like, hot pink nail polish. And it's almost like he glows. And why his name is Gloa? Who? I just thought that shit was... Gloa. Gloa, that's fucking hilarious. Right. Gloa be glowing. Like, literally... And I've asked him before. And I, I started, like... With, no offense, but why are you so red? Are you nervous? Is there something wrong? Should we take your temperature? Yeah, why? Why are you so red, shouted? Why are you so red, shouted? Why? Why are you dish? All right, man, let's go. We with it. All right, so I think right. I, I, I seriously think we've given people enough for this one. All right, but can you tell the people that Wake Up World is for everybody? Yeah, yo, listen, Wake Up World is for everybody. It's just run by two. Afro-Americans with just very open opinions about everything. And I never feel bad about anything that I say because I know what y'all say behind closed doors is even worse. So it's all good. It's all fair. Just know these are just our honest opinions. There's nothing about hate, discrimination, none of that stuff. We just like to laugh and be open about what we feel. And I'm all good with it. This was actually a really fun episode. I like it because you ain't yelling. You You wasn't yelling at me this time. But I bet people like when we fight more. Uh, depends on who you be talking about. You don't like it, but the people might like it. Okay. We'll fight in the next episode. Nah, I ain't, I ain't fighting with you no more. I went, I went, I gave my life to Jesus, and I said I'm not fighting no more. You won't fight with me. I'm not. I gave, I gave it up last night. I can't do it no more. <laughs> All right. 
<clears throat> Tell the people what they'll get. Wait, now, later, tomorrow? What are we doing? Huh? <laughs> All I'm right, not la- editing this. I'm posting it just as is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Wake Up World. Once again, I'm Rob Deep, a.k.a. Mr. Invest ATL, lady behind the glass. All you're going to get from this episode is a whole lot more of what you see and have been listening to. We love to talk about serious topics, talk about social issues, religion, finance, all that good stuff. But we like to get funny and have a good time. Just remember, don't take anything we say personally. If you do, and that's your problem, right? Because that's why this is our podcast. We welcome all opinions, comments. You guys have any ideas? Actually, for our next episode, one of our listeners actually heard something we said, didn't like it, and said, I would like to get on the podcast to do you guys said and we are more than willing to do that with any and everybody that wants to jump on here it's all about air and opportunity y'all so this is us signing off we'll be back with another episode we love you guys we'll see you next time you better go boy i like that that's right (laughs) the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.